0: final uh is the final episode yeah hey
1: cory hey, hey hey boy uh there's more of you than usual hey hey, hey. uh guess what what i'm was on my radio show on sunday tremendous
0: hey. tremendous
1: oh uh, thanks do you want to do i'm gonna put a link to the uh
0: oh please please how'd it thanks. go
1: really what like right, better than I could even expect
0: alright
1: yeah and so he's such a nice man
0: and he took his time with you did you mess with him a little or were you
1: super yeah, respectful me, he messed with me a lot oh, and you're not going to be able to hear our, our, our I tried to uh, hold on okay uh, plus I'm setting my levels anyway so go ahead just you can murmur if you want uh yeah here here there it is um hi Mike Hey, how's it going? Hello, Mr. Lisk. Uh, I, I he, I like, said, oh, Tom, you're so great. Thanks so much. You're so. He's like, what, you're kicking me off already? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he stayed an extra 10 minutes. So, yeah, he gave me good time.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, not there's, like Jeff Furman. There's, the there's the link right in the, the chat there. Well, yeah,
0: well, I'm going to find the chat in a minute. I don't see it at this. Oh, that's the thing. I got it. Very
1: good. Fantastic, Corey. So that was big. For me, you know, for me. It Tom, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: What is this? Oh, just Tom was on my stupid little radio show this it's weekend. not stupid. Don't say that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Come on. Tom that came you. on and did like a, 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 over an hour, right, Corey? <sighs> Corey? I'm not going to I'm not going to go along with you on that. It forever. wasn't over an hour. Where is everybody? Isn't everyone join right now? Uh, yeah, but they're not.
2: <laughs> this may be the last week, too.
1: Yeah, I know. Snooze you lose. Suckers. No. It's the last week people got to come tonight. No, and and people have gotten comfortable with showing up late. I'm not like a teacher that
0: locks the door or anything, you know. Yeah, they come in when they want to. But anyways, is, did you hear any great reveals? Anything that knocked your socks off, Corey? Let's see.
1: You know, I feel I feel like I got a rant that would have been on the best show if the best show was on the air right now. Regarding what? About uh, you know people uh, people ridiculing certain celebrities for being eccentric, like Tom brought up. Billy Corrigan from the Smashing Pumpkins, for example, and how his mental illness should be celebrated and not, like, uh, uh, made fun of or something like that. He, he talked about the concept of putting people in taste jail for what they like, and I liked that a lot.
0: Oh, but I thought Tom didn't like
1: Billy Corrigan. Well, he, he, he was kind of saying, like... Uh, was he condemning himself? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe.
0: Now we've got something big. So, Mike.
2: Yeah. You sound enthusiastic as all get out. I, I, fe- I fell asleep on the couch before. Oh. still waking up. But anyway, yeah, the big news is I, I went to the studio again yesterday. Oh, man. Okay. And uh, did a little podcast that, uh, I guess, Ramsey. Who? Ramsey. <laughs> he, he actually was a, a friend of uh, James. Remember the James guy? Yeah, yeah. with the toupee. Uh, yeah, he's, do, he's doing a, he's doing a little podcast, and, and Tom agreed to be on it, and he asked me to be a part of it. It's like a little game show thing. Where oh, was it fun? Do, people do impressions. It was okay. I mean, you know, I'm not good at, like, on-the-spot impressions and that type of thing. <laughs> so, you, you know. I did the best I could, but, you know, we did it at the, uh, the studio, and... Um, or the from new, the studio, or the did new, James come the, to the studio? The new studio, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of changes since the last time I was there, and, you know, it looks like he's, you know, possibly getting ready by next Tuesday, you know? Did you have it, to wear
0: headphones?
2: Uh, yeah, I think there's still a couple things that are going to happen with that. Sorry, Corey. With uh, yeah, I mean there were still things that they were the phones were connected, that was working. Uh, they already did a test, and uh, Tom hung up on uh, Jason, uh, who's involved with uh, all the stuff that's going on. Is um, the new
1: is the new studio stormproofed?
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> stormproof.
0: I mean, with, it had with, with gl- global warming and everything, do they have like impact windows and reinforced? Well, to- like Tom
2: activity? did have to uh, do something with with the sound in the room. There was a big echo problem. So they had to get all these baffles and all this stuff on the wall and so stuff. So does it look like a bunch of egg crates, giant egg crates on the wall? Yeah, yeah, it looks like uh, there's a bunch of that stuff. Does on it feel the wall. weird when you talk in there because your voice just dies? Uh, no, I mean it's it's a you know it's a small room, you know. But uh, and they had to get a sturdier table. I actually, with well, the first time I saw the table, he was so you work could on dance. It. Well, no, no. So so the turntable will be steady. You know, you can't put a turntable on a, a wobbling really table. table. No. So, the table wasn't sturdy enough, so they had to get a new... They got a real heavy-duty table now. They got the turntable there and everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's coming along. Tom was putting together a chair last night, his chair, which is substantially bigger than the other chairs, of course. Of course. Uh, what else can I tell you? That's about it, other than, you know, maybe Saturday... You know, he, he might want to do a test run, and I might go up there. And you know, that I got Saturdays off. Right.
0: Yeah, you, now how many Saturdays have you had off?
2: This will be my fourth or fifth, something like that. Getting used to it? It's nice, yeah. It's nice having a day off. Right. So that's pretty much the big news. You that's know. very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Got your
0: car all straightened out then, since you had time to bring it into the shop? No, uh, I, you know, I'm, th- I'm
2: thinking, can I just go to the body repair place and tell them, give them the information for the claim, and they'll get in touch with the insurance company? Uh, yeah, probably.
0: They probably have somebody that does that. I've actually had body shops go to bat
1: for me.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, State Farm called one time, and I called back, and it was like a, a nothing. It was a big waste of time because it was hard getting through to any a human per, a human being there yeah and, and then once I got somebody all they said was that, you know that the claim had been made so I'm thinking can I just go to get the work done and they'll contact State Farm for me probably they go ahead yeah yeah
0: uh, All right, gonna, I,
2: I would feel quite confident. I mean... I'm going to try and do that this week because, yeah, I, I don't want to just probably do that, right? Going back and forth with this guy, you know? But if you owned a body shop? Mike?
0: Yeah? If you owned a body shop, wouldn't it be worth making the call to the insurance company?
2: Yeah, I'm, 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 I can't remember how I did this the last time. I mean, you know, it, it didn't seem that involved, so... I mean I've got the the guy's claim number, and you know it it does sound like he did get in touch with them. so it it doesn't sound like you know if they got contacted it would be out of you know they, they, you know they wouldn't understand what was going on so I'm gonna do that Saturday. I'm just gonna go and go back to the body shop
3: well, at. Least
2: I had somebody show up at the, the bar this this Sunday?
0: Yeah. Hey, what yeah. happened to the guy that ran away with the money?
2: And he's still missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I love
4: it.
2: Yeah, the the guy went to the guy's house and uh, knocked on the door. Nobody answered it, and at one time he, he thought he, he could hear somebody move it to another room. So, oh my goodness! I think he was in there. And the thing is, you know, if, if he came, if he came to them and said, you know, he fucked up and he didn't have the money and, and paid paid him off in installments, it would have been fine. But, but this, hiding
0: like that, is this, just yeah, bad. this hiding
2: is, is sort of just no. He'll, he'll never be able to come back and hold. Oh no, yeah, he he's like, his head up which is which is fine with me because I never really liked the like the guy that much. Wow. Actually, he's the guy he's in one of the videos I did. It, you can you can see him briefly in the uh the AP Mike Day video. Oh yeah? Yeah, there's like a scene where I'm at masses and you know it kind of pans the bar? Well, he, there's a quick shot of him just, you know, serving people, you know. Uh-huh. He was there that day. Mike, are you in the Adult Swim video? Yeah, I'm in there very briefly. Okay. I play, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the music video portion. <laughs> at the end. He, he Lazarus. You know, I'm laying on the ground, and John sort of just...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Of course, that's you. God damn it.
2: That's
0: all right, Corey. I know you're still so excited from interviewing Tom that it's hard to get your feet back on the ground. I know. My head's in the clouds, bud. Did you hear (laughs) that, Brian? You weren't here. Or Dougal. Corey
1: Corey got to interview Tom Sharpling. I, did. I guess Tom was on a whole bunch of little podcasts this weekend. Well, I was going to say, I,
2: I don't want to take the uh, the air out of your sails or anything, but Tom's been on a, every friggin' podcast you can imagine hey, lately. Hey, Mike, I know, it's I know. It's
1: horny, though, Mike. Gee,
2: you're so mean. He was on this one podcast where the guy didn't even know anything about the show. Did you hear that one? <laughs> no. Then why won't he come on here, Mike? What's I about? don't know. I, well, I didn't ask him. You know, I didn't push it, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. God, Mike, well, he's I'm busy. I mean, he is kind of—he's not that
0: busy.
1: He's, he's going right, on every
2: right, little pitly radio show there
0: is.
1: I'm fully aware where I stand on the, you know, on the podcast spectrum.
3: Oh. speed that was a good one. No, well, a friend of mine uh, got an interview with him last week. See, and, yeah, he's talking him, to the homeless I people on the corner. <laughs> I really couldn't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I think, I think, I mean, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't think of any questions for Tom. Tom's awesome, but I couldn't think of any freaking questions. Oh, man. We, we talked
1: about prog uh, rock and basketball and stuff like that.
3: Okay, give me a link to it because I'd love to hear it. Then it's already up here in the chat, right? Yeah, uh, because you invited me late, uh, nothing shows up there. Well, let's repost so we it, Corey. Please, please. There, is that it? Right there, the YouTube. Yeah, and it's already got
0: three hits, and I'm and I'm number four. Here comes number five. And we lost Corey. At least it looks like it to my screen. Looks like Dougal made it though. Go. You, Ooh, Dougal.
3: What a great logo Corey has. Dancing Geifey guy here, and the guy from the UFO show. <laughs> I like Corey. <laughs> so So do you think Tom's
0: not coming here because I didn't invite him? Mike, should invite him. Mike already did invite him. Oh yeah Yeah oh. and he said he'd think about it.
3: Oh man yeah <laughs> and I did by email. Oh but this was this was like that, that two weeks ago.
0: Hey oh that's
2: Adam. He's almost here. <laughs> Maybe I can uh, provoke Tom on Twitter. Let me go. Uh,
0: yeah, go ahead, Mike. Do your set. best.
2: Open okay. with a sharp stick.
0: Well, that sounded powerful. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah.
5: Give it to him.
3: Did you listen to the John Solomon interview, Brian? No, that I've was... been I, I've been just burying myself in books. We got final start. To, final start tomorrow, and I, but I think I'm i have studied more than enough for the one I got tomorrow. Where'd tomorrow's sports. To, tomorrow's sports like injuries and. Uh... Gee, everyone's dropping out of the. Room. Yeah, I don't know. we we're, we're doing
0: something wrong. I did think that if Tom did start to show up today, it would be interesting to do, like, a live Skype response in real time. Oh, well,
2: how can you do that while you're listening to the show? <laughs> yeah. Same way I do it in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, don't you need two... Well, I guess you can have two websites going at the same time audio. yeah are you
0: kidding with my new computer
3: I don't think I can yeah. that
0: no well mine's like totally clean right now I'm working on it though I've been having a blast I've been getting all kinds of interesting bootlegs and stuff did you ever hear of the DB's Mike?
2: yeah did you like them a bit? yeah I, I, I like that uh, repercussion yeah me too I a love good that app. record well, I found it because it's out of print right now. It, it was those records were always hard to find, I, it, you know. Yeah, well, I bought my first copy used. Uh huh. But yeah, and, and I did a little
0: research on it though, and it was interesting. They said that they were kind of the transitional band between Big Star and early REM. And I had never, yeah, I mean, had never thought of it that way, but there is. Some pretty deep elements there. That 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 was a good period. That whole Southern thing, you know, Guadalcanal Diary. I never got into them. I, I don't know what they were all about. Yeah, well, they rock a lot harder than a lot of the bands and the chant and stuff. But yeah, all that stuff filtered to Florida a lot. You know, that we were kind of partially part of that.
2: Yeah, the DBs were always sort of like the hard uh, to find power pop band, you know. Yeah,
0: but they were so much smarter and more experimental
2: than your average power pop band, you know. Yeah. Now I got a few of their records, uh, but they, yeah, they never really got very big. No. Actually, I think I think, I, I think Chris Stamey was. Yeah. At a Hoboken has like this music festival every year. I think he was there one year. Pretty well, big. him
0: and Alex Chilton were really uh, pretty tight. He kind of helped Alex out a lot during those lost years.
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah. You know, yeah, he
0: was the one that got him gigs and got, got him a backup band when he came to New York. Yeah. And that was like in 77, 78. But yeah, so I came across the, the first two DB records. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize how experimental they were, though. They were very influenced by, uh, you know, Third or Sister Lovers. You know that big star record? Yeah. That was the first one I got. What's,
2: what's the one? Uh, what, I, gotta, oh, I gotta find uh, the song. Huh? I used to. Uh, it's something like about uh, Suicide or something? On repercussions? I got, I got a. Oh yeah,
0: amplifier. Oh yeah, that was yeah. that, yeah, was, my that was my favorite. That's the one that drew me in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why wow, that's so funny, Mike?
2: Yeah, that's a good song.
0: Yeah, it is. Danny came home and killed himself last night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. She taken everything. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, I still have the original records. Me too. But I haven't played them in a while. Hey, PC. Hey,
5: what's
0: going on, guys? How are you holding up? I'm alright. Okay. And Epic, you alright? Actually, I have a
5: bronchial infection. Oh! You don't sound good. No, it's been going around my work and it just hit me. Uh So I'm going to be a little
0: quiet today. That's, yes. Quieter than usual. But you guys doing good? Is this the final? uh, Is this the final episode? We certainly hope so. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know for certain. Hey,
5: what is? is, Yeah, is there a show next week? I don't know. But maybe Mike might know something. Mike knows some things. Mike's being a little cagey, but that's all right. We'll find out. No, Mike knows stuff. You got here a little late. He even did
0: like
2: a practice podcast. Oh, awesome! Yeah, you missed it, Mike. Yeah, it, it may happen next Tuesday. Oh, great. I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's
0: getting very close. And Corey even got to interview
5: Tom. Oh, right. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you see the links? Uh, hold on. Is it a YouTube link? Yeah. Uh, yes, I can. All right. I, I've
0: got it. I haven't played it yet. Oh, awesome. It's okay, back, cool. It's, it's, I will listen to that tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to be the fourth hit. You can be number nine. Well, I was
5: number, oh, I think I'm number five.
0: Oh. Ooh, tiny, tiny, see, tiny. man, we lit this on fire
5: already. <laughs> What's the, uh, the link to the YouTube?
0: If you go in the chat, you a uh, PC could see it. Yeah, it's a uh, thing. It's just a YouTube link that Corey put there.
5: I'm not sure I know how to get into the chat.
0: Well, look at for the bubble. You know, like the cartoon bubbles when people would speak. and Then it's got like two lines. You'll see it somewhere on your screen.
1: Okay.
5: I feel certain. Yeah, if I just add something here, couldn't you just see it pop up? No. Boop, 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 boop. No. Oh, there we go. It just appeared. And then
0: there you go. Then see if you, you could scroll that. back. Now, look, and look above two posts or whatever. And yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and did you listen to the John Solomon? I did. That was excellent. That's what I thought. Epic? Epic. Yeah. No, what's that? Uh, John Salm, I oh, don't know that, who he is, but that was the most relaxed and closest to the best show thing we've heard. You know, new best show.
5: Yeah, and like just uh, he did like word association stuff. Yeah, I really great. liked. He asked a question I would have never thought to ask, but I have wondered why in photographs does Tom always look to the yeah! left? <laughs> And I was just, when he came up with that, it was like, brilliant. I'm like, I wondered that too. And Tom's answer was just, whatever, you know? It's, it, it's, it made as much sense as him doing it does. You know? Well, it was his way of
0: giving the finger without being so cliched.
4: <clears throat>
0: you know, I thought that was great. And I haven't even heard the whole thing, but I've been enjoying it and actually... Taking it in segments and savoring it.
5: It was a good yeah, interview. No, it, it, I listened to it as it aired. I was uh, home uh, that night, and I just saw a little thing. I was looking at Twitter, and it was just like, "Oh, this is on right now." So who I who uh, was John Solomon? I I knew who he was. Uh, I follow him on Twitter, and he is the guy who every year um, around Christmas time he would call the best show, and Tom would sit. They get, just kind of plug a show that he does, where he does twenty four hours of Christmas music. Oh yes. that's that guy? Guy. yeah, that's the guy. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow, he is a cool guy, though. Yeah, he's on the Princeton
0: uh, uh, radio station. Okay, so he's a Jersey guy too. Yeah,
5: yeah, and I mean that was the other thing that was neat about that was like he gave uh, he had information that I had never. Uh, known about and also I don't know that I would think to ask where you talked about that label that Tom ran. Yes. Eighteen wheeler? Yeah, the zines and I I, when I found out that he had that, I actually went I had some portostatic forty fives and I went and looked at them but unfortunately they weren't on that label. I didn't but he went through the discography of that, which I thought was interesting and uh, talking very little about the zine, which I we got a mighty convoy hey, yeah. beautiful Somebody had scanned A little bit of that stuff Around the end of the best show Very little bit of that stuff And put it on Tumblr And I saw a little bit of it there But I mean it was just so out of context That I couldn't say if I was interested Or Uh impressed by it or anything I just was like oh that's neat that somebody did that you know well
0: I seem to remember I think it was Tom that wrote it but somebody had written about music and they were talking about the first albums you buy and you only have a limited amount of money and how you invest yourself in them you know because it's going to be weeks before you can get another record
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's something Tom's talked about on the show
0: well I think that is beautiful and extremely insightful and that resonates with me deeply
5: yeah I remember buying um, it was the f- first Sonic Youth album I bought Dirty and I bought it because I read uh, um, probably an interview with Kurt Cobain or I knew that they had opened up for Sonic Youth or something and it didn't grab me right, right. forcing myself to listen to this record I didn't like. Well, how old were you? Uh, how old was I? Probably, I don't know, probably 14, 15 maybe. Yeah, was, and that is asking a bit. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, forcing myself to listen to it. Because I think the Nirvana, I didn't get into Nirvana on the ground floor. I didn't know them when they were in sub-pop. I knew them on, obviously I heard them with 12 uh, Team Spirit and all that stuff. But the one that I, I really liked was uh, Sliver, the Grandma Take Me Home song. Yeah. And that's, that was the first Nirvana album I bought, uh, um, whatever that was called. It, it was a, a, a Odds and Sods compilation called uh, Incesticide. So, whatever year that came out would have been the. Uh, would have been the, the, like a real the same thing. And, and, and private, like I kind of like. I like more like classic rock type music. I like R.E.M. and like rap music. Like, I like Public Enemy and. That's something I more admire and respect than like, you know? I see. I mean, but you have to just keep in mind how cartoonish by comparison. Public Enemy are. Obviously, because they have a cartoon character in the group, um, Flavor, Flavor Flav. Yes. And then, I mean, how outlandish uh, NWA were. I mean, they gave me a sex education and stuff. We were a little bit too young to be listening to that, and at the perfect age to be listening to that Right, because it's
0: too young, and you get the charge out of it. Do you still hold a deep affection for
5: NWA, or...? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, not a deep inf- uh, affection, but I really, I am all, I will always be partial to their second album, the one where um, I, Ice Cube quit the band and they soldiered on without him, and uh, it it just reminds me of a certain time and place, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in my life, you know, and I, I, I that was that probably the one I actually heard first. I heard that when it was new i would imagine so we're talking 91 or give or take 90 maybe mm-hmm. however old i would have been then uh 12 maybe wow and yeah I, yeah i do i do i i like them i and i think their first album's good you know good to great and i think that i mean it's it's just you know it's a foul and offensive stuff you know and but it was kind of like punk rock for you. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's I guess well put. Definitely. And also, like, I mean, it was just I had the kind of like the the ying and the yang of it. Like, uh, Public Enemy would have been my they were probably one of my first favorite bands. You know that were you know that weren't the Beatles or something like they were something that was actually putting out music then. Right. They were a current band and they uh, they um, kind of spoke a little bit more of like uh, kind of like I guess it, it's what do they call it like conscious rap you know like, yeah, so it's not just, just talking favorite, about yeah. yeah and then the other end of it conscious hip hop yeah yeah and then the other end of it was easy like just yeah. singing songs about blowjobs yeah, you know mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, good They were both And I, and then like Whatever else Would have been popular At the time I, I can't even remember But they were like there, there was a show On MTV Yo MTV Raps And they just show Like rap videos That run the gamut From like Sort of like Harder stuff to like just bubble, like bubblegum pop, like heavy D and stuff like that.
0: Right. Yeah. You know? And Run DMC was old hat by then, right? Yeah,
5: they were a little bit more in the, the early to mid 80s. Yeah, you know? that's when
0: I bought, the, I picked up a couple of their 45.
5: Yeah, and I've come to like, again, I have the same thing with them. Like, I more appreciate what they did than like it. And the right. same thing with early LL Cool J. Yeah. You know, he I, was, i he was good. tired of him. What's that? I got tired of him pretty quick. Yeah, well, I mean, he went more and more kind of almost like an R&B type okay. hooks, you know, like. Right. Well, early albums by all those guys. I have them all now, and I'm very occasionally I'll listen to them. Because those are something that they did not gain any value in the... The uh, uh used. Shares, <laughs> those yeah. are those are always you know <laughs> records that are purchased for five dollars or under, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, um, they, they uh, got- all of a sudden it's like they'd have like cool songs where they just sing about their sneakers or their boom yeah,
0: I hate so that stuff so much to me. I, that was like the black man selling out. To materialism.
5: What, just talking about like a pro- a product?
0: Yeah, well, and then I heard just recently that that's the new thing with country music. Nah, and then I recently heard, um, oh, it was Travis Tritt covering a song by a guy, Daryl Scott called Great Day to Be Alive and he, he had changed a verse so that it included him getting on his Harley in a song that didn't have any reference right, to cycle think, or anything, yeah, yeah. and then I, I heard somebody else saying that it's gotten like hip hop, you know, they don't just get in their pickup anymore, it's a particular brand of pickup like yeah, I a think particular I type of beer and it's like this is corporate
5: music at it's most extreme I remember in 10 it was probably longer than that but maybe like 12 years ago there was an ad that was on television constantly that, that Toby Keith you know that guy right yeah I wouldn't know him musically but I know what he looks like yeah he's just something like he, same deal I, I'm, I'm passing knowledge of a handful of his songs from around that time and um, he had a song about uh, Ford, a commercial, singing about a Ford truck, and I was like, "Man, when that guy got that call, like, yeah. Toby, we need you to, do you got a jingle for it?" Like, I bet he was probably like, "Yeah, I have a half dozen songs about Ford trucks, I haven't been getting paid by you yet, you know?" Like, so yeah, I think that that might have been something that I, don't if, know, I played if, Bob Seeger. right? When yeah, he
0: sold like a rock. Yeah, to Chevrolet. That was it. That was that was.
5: When was that? I remember that was such a huge. I don't
2: know. When was that, Mike? I don't know, but they, you know, they've all eventually sold their music for commercials. I I think we had this conversation before, you know. And to me, I don't really have such a big. I don't think it's a big sellout anymore because music, the music uh, business, is sort of in the shitter. I So you know, it's like one hundred percent. The yes. hell else can they make money? You know, doing their music. So, but, but, but like product placement in your songs. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's going overboard. But I'm talking. Yeah. I'm just I'm just talking about songs used in commercials, and you know, the Ramones have done it, the Clash have done it, all these sort of. I, I saw Lou Reed do a scooter commercial. Older than now groups have and, eventually and look, you this. know made money. You know. So no, yeah, I
5: didn't totally agree with you it, because it's like there's two things that are going on there. It's like if you're being asked to put product placement in your song that's the sort of thing that happens to either like you said a big country singer apparently or a Lady Gaga type thing you know like somebody who already has a huge audience so it's like they're just grabbing cash to throw on top of the pile they already have but if it's somebody who's like some band starting out and they can't see any other way to get their music heard by a mass audience than to sell something the about their Adidas or something is okay well, no, I mean, that's, that's more the first category I'm talking about. No, for them to have a song where it's like, hey, uh, Spiritualized, we need you into in a Volkswagen commercial. We'll have you <laughs> on every TV channel. And they'll be, yeah, hell yeah, I totally support that. And that was, I think, one of the first ones I remember. It was that ad, Spiritualized singing, uh, ladies and gentlemen are floating in space in a Volkswagen ad. And around the same time, there was a Volkswagen ad for... Um, Uh, with the Nick Drake song. Remember that one? Yeah. Um, right and that was like those were like almost like the game changing ones where you're like oh wait these are kind of well put together and they are exposing like this is good music you know right and it wasn't right and it wasn't overly exposed music right and then the other one that was the other game changer was Moby with that play album yeah like he sold he took pride in the fact that he sold every track on um, the thing Now I think that record Is probably Very dated That play album I remember I liked it Okay at the time But it's pretty dated now But Yeah I mean He was like Here I gave you A great record Nobody played it I started selling it On ads Now it's I'm doing great With it You know well, so I didn't know that Yeah no I like play I mean I,
0: I'm like you know, It's probably been Five years Since I
5: Put it on, but. Oh, I, it's probably been 12 years since I put it on. Oh, yeah, no, I, I can find time. That's a great driving record. Oh, yeah, and that seems like something you'd like because it's all like blues samples, right? Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, and, and gospel music. It's marvelous.
5: Yeah, but when, um, now it seems like it was in much earlier. It, oh, damn it, it doesn't say what year this, this Chevrolet Like a Rock ad started let's say it was in the 80s still. I would say, yeah. You know, I mean, they were still making a great... Bob Seger was still having hits then, you know, like... So he maybe didn't want... Well, technically, he doesn't
0: mention his Chevrolet or anything. It was just... I was actually saying that more as a stylistic reference in that... Country music today sounds like when Bob Seger lost his rock and roll and Mm -hmm. went slick, you know, started going in the Kenny Rogers direction. Mm -hmm. And that is what popular country music is today. Yeah. With product placements as well. Right, right.
5: But, I mean, I, I remember reading last year, there was a big like phony type uh, pitchfork pitchfork media type uh, controversy about some shitty toy company used uh, a re-recorded version of the Beastie Boys Girls with lyrics changed and they didn't get permission to do it I mean it was clearly just done because, I mean, MCA had died the year before And he, in his will, had written Like, I don't want my songs used in commercials That was his personal stance When these yeah. assholes go and use one of his songs in a commercial For a product nobody had ever heard of prior to that Only because they knew they were going to be sued, you know? So, I mean, that was like a whole other
0: strange area. That angle. is interesting
5: And, I mean, that was just they, that well, was just, You like, remember they load. did that
0: to Tom Waits, right?
5: Yes, they did. Yeah, that's it. That was uh, that's one of two times I've actually heard Tom Waits music. Was looking at, to hear about that Doritos ad. Oh, he's got some good songs. The other time I heard it was when the Best Show and uh, I, That guy, I, I don't. He never. He never had much appeal to me. It was probably when when I started listening to the Best Show, and I realized that one of their. One of the rules of the best show is Tom Waits stinks. I was like, oh, I could really get behind. <laughs> oh, this guy's attacking something I know nothing about, but I have a, a problem with <laughs> I was only too happy to... Well, Tom has
0: messed up my enjoyment.
5: Has he really? Yeah. I, that's actually interesting, because I never... I Tom's talk, definitely talked shit about stuff I like.
0: Right, but I, no, I, when I, he I, talked about him being a rich hobo, it's like he sort of... is altered your... things up, yeah. But I mean, everybody's a character and I don't know why he hates him in particular. Yeah. It's more obvious about it. Well, it does. It it does seem a little bit more like he's after Tom said it, what I kind of rolled along with all of a sudden became like somebody in a drama class or something, you know, it took away some of the too much of the authenticity, even though I knew there wasn't that much to begin with. But he always has such a good band. He loves the blues. He's
5: great with wordplay. See, I'm, that's probably my thing is I'm not like, I'm not a blues dude. You know, that, that type of music never appealed yeah. yeah. to me. And I did. Mm-hmm. I understand completely. I think that I always just it was a from his image, that Tom Waits would slip influence, so I didn't gravitate toward it. You know, so that, that's probably what my my, my, uh, uh, you know, my uh, lack of attraction to him would be. Right.
0: Well, and at the beginning, I really thought of him as theater. One song you probably could listen to if you really wanted to be open-minded, PC. Yeah. Is The Piano Has Been Drinking. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. And even if you wanted to, Dan Hicks and his Hot Licks did a cover of it, which you could listen to, but it it doesn't work quite as well. But yeah, he's got me. And then I loved, uh, uh, what is that? Mule Variations. That Uh, has a lot. Now that's one of the later ones, right? Yeah, yeah. that's, That's the kind of experimental, noisy, polyrhythmic, distorted guitar stuff that I like a lot. And then it's got a beautiful ballad in the middle of it. Oh
3: holy shit! That's from '99. Yeah. Uh, I'm finally. In the, What's that? I'm finally in the episode where uh, Tom starts going off about Zappa. So, so that's 2001. So I'm making my way. What did he hate about Zappa, Brian? I actually used to really like Zappa, but I mean, occasionally I Let's let's talk about what Tom. But Tom, is. Tom kind of influenced me a bit on that because because Zappa can be a pig sometimes. Oh uh, yeah. think yeah, well, fish was awful.
5: Oh, I don't even think I know that
0: one. So oh.
5: is that the one that he had involved with like Larry Flint somehow? Yes, yes. Like,
3: there was, like, a hustler a a layout inspired by, like, songs on ThingFish,
5: and yeah, the sexual activities he describes. Yeah, I, a friend of mine told sent me an article about that, like, ages ago, and it did it, it yeah. seem... Uh, it seemed like it was, yeah, a little... It definitely led me to believe it was off-putting. And the one thing... I, the My Zappa thing isn't in Tom influence. It's just I don't really like... Um, Bathroom humor, a lot. I'm not I'm totally uptight about it, but it's not my favorite. And I do, but I've grown up to the point where I don't like the anti-women, and yeah. the, the that's a, yeah, that's a big one with me too. Yeah, and that's something that wasn't always present with me, and it doesn't—it doesn't retrofit with me. Like, I always liked the Beatles, obviously, and like those songs. Um, I'd rather see a dead little girl. That yes. still does not offend me, even though I know it should. You know, <laughs> no,
0: I heard a, I heard a girl talking about that, and she said, "Oh no, that's so great because, you know, John really wouldn't kill you. He's just that angry about you, and it's wonderful."
5: <laughs> yeah. And then the the. Uh, like I just because it was like an anniversary of his death yesterday I Uh, it's kind of in vogue now for people to like act like they know something about the personal lives of the Beatles and like shock surprise surprise they weren't the nicest guys and like I see like I will see some Twitter chatter of people like kind of like making a big spectacle the fact like John Lennon was a wife beater and it's like yeah no shit like but you know, that was, like,
0: a long time ago, right? And he kind of grew up? started I don't, I don't know about you that. Think
5: knocked, uh, <laughs> you think he knocked Yoko, Yoko around? She <laughs> knew judo. judo. I mean, there was something at one point that, uh, after his death that led me. It, where there was a uh, some chauffeur of hers was trying to blackmail them oh. her and Sean, because he had been recording their conversations in the car oh, and one, the of the things, one of the things he had on tape was Sean calling his old man a wife beater and, yeah and then after <laughs> like I mean they just did like the thing, like the Letterman route with it where they're just like you know what fuck you like I'm, I'm gonna expose this myself right. you know so like that's the only evidence I know of that he hit Yoko but he sure didn't treat her very well, you know. Um, you can't bring her on the Mike Douglas show. Well, like, yeah, and the, and, but after that, it was when they had, um, they, when Nixon won the re-election thing, uh, yeah. in what year would that have been, 72, was it? Yeah. That was, like, when he was at his, like, most New York kind of... Crazy. Yeah, like I'm radical into radical politics, you know, and he was. That when was he, when he was some, hanging around with David Peel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, when, uh, he had, when that happens, he's at a party with Yoko, and John got drunk at it. And it was probably like at Abby Hoffman's house or something. John got drunk and it just grabbed some random woman and went to the next room with her and was that started having real loud sex. Oh with. man! And the way that came out was in the liner notes to a box set that Yoko wrote herself. <laughs> oh! And she's like, "Oh, well, let me set up the, this last weekend disc of the of the of the John Lennon anthology. Here's what led up to that." So like. She's been pretty uh, vocal about how things weren't always the greatest with them, you know? But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have any insight into that in all the stuff I've read about them. I don't have any insight into that other than kind of like that weird rumory thing that involved blackmail that uh, John was... But, yeah, I mean, I just think it's like one of those things where it's like people, you know... Yeah, I mean, maybe he wasn't the nicest guy. Everybody knows that. Does you know? that affect your appreciation of the music? It can't. Like, that's just something I'm blind toward. I guess right, that's what I'm right. saying is, like, with other things, like, you know, it's, if I were into Zappa and I realized as i get older, like, God, I really don't care for this misogyny here. Right, right. A- affect my, and, and I know there have been things like that where I did like it and then I, like, I'm like, I don't really like what they're saying here. Yeah. And the other case would be the Rolling Stones. I cannot be offended by it some of the things that they said, you know. You cannot be or can't. No, I mean it's just sleazy rock and roll music, you know. Like, like Stupid Girl and Under Stupid My Thumb. Brown sugar in particular, I mean. Yeah. And that's one of those things like if that if somebody wrote a song like that today, everybody would be up in arms about that like Twitter would literally explode. Well, you know, Lester
0: Bangs wrote a tremendous thing about uh, Salt of the Earth and how when Mick was in front of cameras for the Rock and Roll Circus, he changed several key lines. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. You know, because there's a part where he says you know, it looks so unreal to me where he had separated himself on the album, but when he was singing it in front of the camera, he talked about him as if he was part of the group rather than somebody above looking down. I'm not going to get the exact quote, but Mm -hmm. there is an obvious difference and there was that's also the crazy one where I think it's Tony Iommi I think it's him from Black Sabbath
5: is playing in Jethro Tull Um, okay I know that Jethro Tull were on that but I don't know that little detail I'm pretty sure
0: it was Tony Iommi and he was
5: only Fall Circus yeah Yeah, Uh Rockful Circus Oh, look, I'm going to wake you there, right? Now. <laughs> I was just, yeah, if you didn't, I was going to, yeah. So, that's See If I'm mistaken, it was just
0: crazy, because it was like, wait, because they were bands that, you know, they came up, but they were around me, but I wasn't exactly into them exactly. You but right I mean, on. I knew them, but then when I saw, I swear it was Tony Iommi or it was some other big guitar player from some other band. It was like, what the hell is he doing with Jethro
3: Hotel? You know? You're absolutely right. It's in Wikipedia. Okay. Well, then you know it's the truth. <laughs> hey, I Erica's in the room now. Hey, Erica.
0: You're here. here. Oh. oh, wait. Yeah, I see her. Hi, uh, Erica. Uh,
3: <laughs> she's feeding the dogs. Uh, oh, no, the <laughs> but it also says that Jethro Tull's performance was lip synced or mimed because oh very very I mean terrible because the Stones told them to cut their time down and they didn't want to give them any rehearsal time so
0: that was a pretty great show
5: yeah I really enjoyed that uh, I like that shot and that's the thing I think that the Stones the, the line on that was they suppressed it for many years because they didn't think their performance was as good as the hoop yep right? that's true and that's, that's true I mean that's I mean I, I get it. I'm not a hoop guy a, a Jagger think. is Jagger is very tired in the roll circus he's tired you said yeah, it's a very—it's uh, not a great performance by him. I know. I could think of the him in uh, uh, singing. You can't always get what you want. What you want, and I think that I would agree with you that yeah, he's not that very tired. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, relative to Mick, you doing. know, where he's nonstop. Yeah. Right. Yep.
5: And but I—I I mean, I just think and it's are right doing, doing the devil. it. You
0: know? Woohoo, nope. that's one
5: of the greatest performances ever captured on film. I mean.
0: Yeah, and Mick's going to compare himself to the best. Right. Well, it was the very best.
3: Brian Turner was playing a Mick Jagger solo song, but, but he was also playing some harsh noise by Skullflower under it. It was really funny. And <laughs> <laughs> do love inspired mashups. The John Lennon performance
2: is pretty good in that film. Your blues? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool Yeah, a record of that.
5: Yeah, and it's just neat. It's the same thing. It's just neat to see him doing it, you know? Like, and they had um, Keith on guitar, too, right? Bass. A bass, yeah, and that's right, because they think Clapton was on guitar, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty special time, I guess. Seems like a long time ago.
5: It was. That's what I was just gonna say, like Lennon looks so damn young in that too. And I think when I picture it, he just looks so. I think he was just
3: really thin, and his hair was really close to his face. Honestly, I think I think the three best performances that the whoever did were. All in in the the Kids Are Alright movie, which was the rock and roll uh, uh, circus performance, and in the, the final Keith Moon performance is a Bob O'Reilly and won't we'll get fooled again.
0: I like the I like the my generation on the Smothers Brothers.
3: Oh, that's another. That's a great one. Oh god, that's the best one I've ever seen. Is that the one where
5: he blows up the drums? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. And he said that Betty Davis or somebody was, like, standing in the wings because she was on that show, too, that night. And, like, when they detonated that shit, like, she passed out. And it was just like... <laughs> That, I think, was behind the music. I don't know if it was that particular performance With it had to do with them blowing up his drum kit. I think, I think yeah, somebody did faint
3: into Mickey Rooney's arms, but I'm not sure who who it was. Yeah,
2: there you go. I
5: just love those things, like those old-timers clashing, because there's a Dick Cavett clip of, uh, or a clip from the Dick Cavett show, I mean, where it's like Janis Joplin, who I, I don't have on a... Of one way or the other, uh, but she's being interviewed by him, and she's seated next to Gloria Swanson, who it's just like, she was in fucking silent movies, and was the Kennedy mistress and stuff, um, John Kennedy's father's mistress, you know, just to see that crazy culture clash. or like, Yeah, well, you know, that's just, what it used to be in the old days. Yeah, it was just so crazy. I mean, I mean, things, I guess you still see stuff like that, I mean, but it's just... <laughs> There's, the stars were just so pre-rock and roll, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, they were, well, and it,
0: it was kind of radical. And the real rockers never got on the TV.
5: No, I mean, I think they, yeah, I, to a certain extent they didn't. But, I, you know, I just think that it was probably pretty wild for the Smothers Brothers in prime time to give part of their Performance to the Who, or even like Ed Sullivan having some of those acts on, must have been pretty. And I, I think laughing—was it laughing? Or the Smothers Brothers had the Holy Modal Rounders
1: on, and they no were t- and they were really feeling loose too. I forget. I think you, know, you know, who was in that band? Frederick <gasps> Jeff oh. Skunk Baxter.
5: Really? Jeff Skunk Baxter was in the Holy Modal Rounders. Yes, I was he music really. Series now he's a, a weapons dealer right he, Jeff yeah, weapons yeah
0: Jeffrey Fredericks was in the holy Mole around it. Peter Stanford Steve Weber trying to remember the rest of the guys Re a anyways so why is he selling guns music's not working out for him
1: I think he's just a, he's just an idiot a weapons.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Did you see
1: the movie Bound to Lose? Oh. I'd like, yep. to, I'd like to
0: recommend it. Who's that about? The Holy Modal Rounders. Oh. Uh, how about The Fugs? Are they good? Yeah, well, they're basically uh, two poets singing in front of the Holy Modal Rounders. Basically.
5: I'm like, what record is good to
0: check out? From The Fugs? Yeah. Oh, you got to Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's pornographic folk rock. Uh huh. Some people think it's the original. I like the Rounders better than the Fugs. The Fugs
3: are fun. Oh, man. Which
0: one would you pick?
3: I'm going to give you a suggestion. The one with CIA Man is my favorite, but I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, that's pretty catchy. <laughs> the first one, of course, obviously, it's just called The Fugs. was good. But my favorite song is <whistles> by, Gotta Be CIA Man, which is on Virgin Fox. Okay. Just All right.
0: Thanks All for right. picking that up there, Brian. I appreciate so the it. First, the first two
5: friend of mine tried to get me into the fugs, and he played that song Boobs a lot for me, and I was like, okay, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. It was kind of like a novelty song. Exactly. Like, it's, like, now, years later, I know a little bit more about them, and I'm like, what? That would be like the last type of song I'd play. You know, for to get somebody into them because if, if you're not going to swallow a novelty song that definitely sits in that category you know it would be so weird to right it would be like ch- you know somebody would be like I'm thinking about getting into Chuck Berry okay check out this song Mike Dangling, you know <laughs> <laughs> you've never listened to another Chuck Berry yeah, perfect. Actually, I actually feel like calling my friend up now and bitching him out for that yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I missed the whole good thing because you and your damn boop a lot yeah exactly because you put this
2: wacky song up there I never got into the fugs.
3: Check out this band Led Zeppelin. Here's the song "I Know."
2: (laughs) Right? Yeah. yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Does anybody like Chuck Berry here? As long as you're talking about rock
0: music. I went through a period. Yes, absolutely. Now, what's not to like?
5: Like, I, well, that's what I, mean. I like him. And I'm wondering how do you get in? Like, how does one listen to his music? Like, got <laughs> a greatest hits collection. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, It'll do you. Yeah. There, I, there was a blue one. Do you
0: know the one I'm talking about, Mike? I think it was a double album.
2: For a while, it, I had you know, it on eight track. I remember, like in the early '80s, it was very hard to find the Chess record stuff, and oh, I gosh. used to get, uh, you know. They were playing, I was going to school at the time in New York, and uh, you know, I'd be looking in some of these record stores, and yeah, they charge it like an arm and a leg for. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there was. Yeah, there was a there was a, there were two double album greatest hits on Chess records, and I remember looking for those, and I think I eventually found them. And paid paid way too much money at the time. But they weren't readily available. No, you couldn't find any of that stuff back then.
0: Well, see, that's when I was snagging the stuff on
2: 8-track. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you paid a those. price for that. You still have 8-tracks, Fredericks? I have a handful, yeah. Oh, wow. I have about 10 of them.
2: Wow, okay.
0: Yeah. Although I told you recently I was able to replace two of my 8-tracks with records.
2: I've come to own, I, I didn't purchase them, but uh, somebody gave me a Neil Diamond uh, 8-track for a Christmas uh, birthday gift. It's in, the, it's in the dashboard of my car.
0: Is it that hot August night one?
2: Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. Boy, oh boy, a lot of people love that. And then I came to own the first four Kiss albums on uh, 8-track. One oh, day, uh, A customer at Masses was moving to Arizona, and he just came in with his, you know, some records, you know, it was all heavy metal stuff. Right. And, and, uh, and those, eight, those eight tracks.
0: Well, you may need to,
2: you know, brush up on your KISS. So uh, you I, can... No, I'm done with KISS. I, I had my infatuation as a child, and then I grew out of it.
0: Yeah, that that was one golden decade. It was the one I was Yeah, yeah, that, about. that's it. And then That's that, the uh, Chuck
5: Berry one? Yeah, if you want to get to know that's where to start. I have a compilation, but it, it's called like 12 berries the cover of it's awesome. It's like him yeah, with Yeah, that, that that was an old Chess
2: record collection.
5: Yeah, but it's just but like it's a little too early. Like it it doesn't have as many the, uh, I mean the
2: classic CD, one CD is the Great 28 okay that's a good one that's the one I the box set is really good too you know yeah he had a
0: lot going on I mean you know a lot of our rock and roll a lot of our favorite rock and rollers actually were simplifying including Keith Richards in a
2: lot of cases oh yeah Keith Richards I mean is all over that stuff you know
5: uh, yeah.
2: that's and he's a great songwriter too I mean that's there's, there's...
5: what I never realized until a few years. you know it, it was really earlier in this year when I started reading and then I kind of stopped But I didn't, never finished it I should go back to it I was reading that that three-parter Beatles book uh, part of the, re- the like volume one of like the three-parter biography that's coming out of them and The part of the reason I stopped reading that is, like, I was obsessed with reading the footnotes because I thought they were as interesting as the main story. And anytime they'd reference songs, I'd stop and, like, listen to them. And I started listening to a lot of those. And I I was astounded by how good of a a, a songwriter Chuck Berry was. I never thought he was, you know, and they kind of like real interesting and very wordy songs, you know? Yeah, like,
0: some of them incredibly dense and then like
5: you know. Memphis. You know, he wrote Memphis, Tennessee. That's the one that I think might have been like, I was like, holy, that might have been the first one that made me say, holy Laurie shit. home drops yeah. in her
0: eyes the trickle down her cheek. I mean, that is poetry of the highest level mm. and real life at the same time and it had a great riff. Right, yeah. you know, because that was a good song, I, wasn't it? On uh, Johnny Rivers had a hit of it with no lyrics, you know, just as an instrumental, or somebody oh, did, for the Ventures. Somebody that was a No, was Johnny Rivers,
5: I think. Yeah, but I mean, that song is just that good without singing yeah and it was one of those songs like I knew it is a song that I heard in the background a million times and like when I actually listened to it I was like oh shit you know and I all that I have, was in there yeah well that's why I, I have the 45 of um, rock and roll music and that is uh, another one I thinking the words were a little bit cle- more clever than I ever gave them credit for mm-hmm. and the record itself just having like a 45 is probably almost 60 years old I, I I couldn't believe the sound on it like it was so well produced and like it had such a like a, a kick to it you know like, Yep. I was like there's gotta be so this guy is great you know and, <laughs> and I don't think I ever realized that did you see that
0: that, that rock and roll movie with, that he made with Keith Richards and Joey Spampanato no but I saw the making of it and it was
5: something else wow was, was
3: it what's yeah.
5: that is it all, hail, hail, rock and roll, or all hail, rock and roll? Hail, hail, yep. yeah. hail, hail rock and roll, I think, is the, the feature. And there was like a making of... They well, said he was a monster, Chuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean,
0: the they making actually of- had run the cord down underneath the floor so they could turn down his amp. Although he thought he was turning it up. But they actually had run the cord out the back and through the floor... Because he was getting so domineering. Yeah, the, does Keith say in that documentary what a pain in the ass it was to work with him? Uh, I don't know if I saw the documentary. I was thinking about the show I saw.
5: No, and yeah, the show. But in the, that's what I mean, in the show, do they let on to that? Because in the documentary. Oh, they yeah, have- they have arguments and everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I understood. I have to. I'll have to watch that. And then,
0: actually, I heard an interview with Joey Spampanato, who was the bass player on that one from formerly of NRBQ. But he said what it, what he was convinced was happening, because he said he was fighting with Keith, but he'd always use me like as the tiebreaker, like, right? Bass player or whatever. And he said he figured out what had happened is that Keith was playing, I forgot the intro to Carol or whatever, but he was playing it from the 45. And Mm. Chuck Berry had been playing that song on stage for the last 35 years or whatever, and it had changed a little bit. And so Keith was technically correct, but Chuck was going to play it the way Chuck Berry plays it. And he said, "I was just the bass player." So. Right. Yeah. But that—that's what the conflict was about, and I thought that was pretty insightful. Right. And. Yeah. And when was the last time Chuck Berry listened to how he played the intro to "Carol"? You know, it was a. Never.
5: I play okay. it every three days or whatever. It he came off like a pain in the ass in the. Film so, like in the doc in the show you know, the, the making of documentary came off like a, a monster in it oh. like to the point where if I feel like if I want I feel like I want to get into this guy's music I better not rewatch that anytime soon
0: right and and don't read about his whole
5: PCAM incidents there yeah I don't want to know anything believe it was like oh come on Chuck. Yeah, I, I don't yeah that's something I'll definitely avoid you know who's Matt
2: Reed this guy's trying to join the, the thing in the I
0: tried to put him in twice but he's always
5: yellow huh. let me try again add to call like, I think that's the guy who
2: was talking to you on Twitter not long ago I saw that yeah no he's been going back and forth but it seems like you know he you uh, can't figure it out I don't and know right now it says Uh-oh.
0: so it says add to call so when I click that yeah, says guy's message it. here. With, um, and then his well, name, his him? mobile number and his home number, but I'm not gonna call his number.
5: You
4: can see good about
0: that.
5: I don't know. We've had yeah, a few people that roll through here. I, I bet he uh, no, I bet he hasn't, because why would he be so confused about how to Oh
0: I guess you're right. Hey, Tom Sharpling just came on. Uh-huh. How's oh, that? Oh Frederick's call. Him. I'm adding him to the call. Oh, All yeah. Skype Tom Sharpling?
3: But uh, we're all silent.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work uh, out it.
3: Yeah, on
0: my list. He's not. He's not on. Yeah, he came on and he was green and he's got a check. Uh-huh. Some because like Epic's got a check. Bruno the bear. Bueno oh, yeah. the bear he's got a clock and then Tom's here with a check I don't know if I put him in the original call or not let's see this will be interesting I'm going to add people maybe he had to fortify himself with you know a good salad and a few push ups (laughs) get himself ready get ready
5: Tell him Stan and Cormod aren't here.
0: Yeah, that might help. He's probably doing a private interview with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just screaming at him. Here we go, I'll try it. And we're waiting. But he did just pop up. That looks good. what it's nice to talk to you
6: you guys want
0: make sure everything's up for uh, next week next week who said that Uh, some of the people oh my god Sharklings here that's awesome and he's talking but don't make himself conscious
6: well look it's not next week first of all Oh. I don't know where you heard that Wishful thinking. I think Who, it said was next? Who said thing? next week?
0: I think it was Brian. Brian? Who's Brian?
3: <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard like within two weeks. I'm <laughs> just a fan. <fair. laughs> oh, why are you so mad at us? I'm mad at
6: all. I'm here working on this thing. I got uh, loose lips sink ships, guys. All right. Loose lips sink ships. Got it. Hey, so your Solomon interview was really great, Tom. Oh, I thank you, Fredericks. I love that, and I'm not even done with it yet. Okay, well, there's a little more there for you. I hope it's as good as the part i <coughs> To say, yeah, well, it, it closes out strong, so. Excellent. You have a lot more, more to look forward to. So what, uh, who's in the room tonight?
0: Uh, Erica, Epic, Brian, PC, AP, and me.
6: A.P. Mike is there?
0: Yeah. Hey, Mike, get off the pallet. Come talk to Tom. <laughs> he might be in the bathroom. That
5: happens sometimes. Is right? Tom, can I ask you a question? You need to identify yourself first. Oh, so. my name is uh, Mike. Uh, from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. How are you, Mike? Hey,
6: Tom's here. How's it going, Tom? <laughs> What's up, Tom? do blabber, Hal.
4: Knocked
2: him to the floor? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. No, now I know who to uh, trust with secrets. What's that? So these guys are saying, oh, the show's back next week. Show's back next week. I didn't say that.
2: Well, no, I, I said he, it's a possibility. Frederick said it. I, I said Uh-oh. it's a possibility. I don't know, Mike. A lot of
6: magpies going on around here. Just <laughs> walking away. Trying to I, might sh- I might shut the whole endeavor down now. <laughs>
4: so yeah. yeah, yeah. you will.
6: 2017. <laughs> Put it on ice for That's three years. Ice. Just to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, who knows? We're, we're, we're trying, guys. We're trying. Okay. I'm here working on it right now with uh, with uh, How do you want to be identified? uh, Jason Gore has been basically building the studio uh, from his own uh, from his own mind and hands. Wow! Yeah. So he visualizes it and then creates it. Pretty much. Pretty much. I admire a person that does that. Yeah. It's kind of the way you, like when you're fixing a, uh, a Ventures album. Yeah. Like a, a warped 10-cent Ventures album.
0: Yeah. Don't rub it in. I just <laughs> had, I just had a failed Bill Evans rescue recently, too. I'm still uh-huh. trying to recover. Uh, uh, trying to fix it? Yeah. I cleaned it up great, but I can't get rid of the skip. yeah mm-hmm. Um. It is new jazz conceptions.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I yeah. used the skip in my last podcast, so it didn't. So it wasn't a total waste. Okay. Look.
6: You get it how you get it, Frederick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
0: good. Anyways, Matt Reed is here. Hey. Hey, Matt. How are you?
5: Hey, not too bad, Tom.
6: What's shaking?
5: Oh, just in uh, the grand in the grand tradition doing some um, doing some freelance work while I listen in. Okay, that's nice.
6: We're, it's the spirit of the show. It's always there for you to do yeah.
5: with your old friend. It, it was great in the first... Uh, I guess... Th- I started listening three years ago and it was always in the archives. I, I work from home. So it was a relatively solitary experience. And then as it was wrapping up last year I just started to befriend a lot of a lot of folks on Twitter that's awesome and, uh, and that's awesome it's kind of like it helped fill in the gap and uh I love it I love it
6: I uh, I appreciate that it's there that you that it fits your it fits your work thing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah could you fill
0: in a gap for me please Matt what's that um How'd you know to come in tonight? Oh, I follow um, Mike
6: on... On no. Twitter And Oh he... Okay that explains right, Everything,
2: everything. Michael s- spill every detail So <laughs> <laughs> Hey I have to give my guys Something to be hopeful about Tom. You know I, 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 I've been keeping them Up right. for a year now So it's like You know you're, you're the, going You're aware that Your guys are my guys also <laughs> No yeah. But like I, 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 You know This is my Where you know I get to Hey you know I've got the inside scoops You know You're not so. gonna You're not gonna
6: Swing them over to try to turn them on to the best show now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of the guys have expressed uh, keeping this thing going after the show starts, so I don't know. Keep it going. It'll be a call. Keep it
6: going. See, it it seems like it's working. You guys kept it going for a year. (laughs) It was awesome.
0: No, and we got a pretty good group, you know. It started out big, but you, you weed them out.
2: Mm -hmm. you understand how that works sure I think Frederick's always wanted to uh, keep it down keep the numbers down (laughs) it's true (laughs)
0: keep it manageable yeah and so people could recognize enough voices if you get too many people I mean chaos is fun for a while but sure but yeah it's been fun and doing something that you know almost every week
6: it's been good for a uh, discipline process, too, you know. Sure, no, I, I, I'm with you. Look, you don't want too many voices. bad enough Fredericks has voices in his head before we he can do this yeah, That's right. <laughs> We're we starting the, with, he with seven. So. voices right off the bat, <laughs> and he's not even online yet. <laughs> <laughs> fredericks i'm just trying to get into best show shape here it's that's fine.
0: fine well and you know tom that it gets worse when you put the headphones
6: on uh-huh i i'm with you buddy you
0: it, know? it's much clearer then when you don't have the ambient distractions no i'm ready i am certainly ready what's the
1: number I want to put it in my Rolodex. <laughs> cool, cool your
2: jets, so <laughs> although <right. laughs> I, I didn't give out the number yet, Tom. <laughs> you know, that's the only reason you didn't give it out. <laughs> it's because you don't know it yet. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, so. I can't, I can't admit it to the guys. You, know? you really ought to give it to them They, they, they ask me all the time, and it's like, I, I can't give it out. I can't give it out. Yeah, like,
6: I can't give, out. can't give it out. No, get it off.
0: Joseph. Joseph. no! Oh! You, I love standing. What a mess. Everybody, I can't
1: believe this. Come. Get back here. comic. Oh,
5: man.
0: That, that, that is brutal. I'm going to try calling
5: everybody again yeah, you just got a message to call them, do call
3: Oh, okay, here we, here, we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hello? Here we go. I'm back. I think that might have been on Skype's
2: end. Here we go. Everybody back? I'm back. back. <laughs> <laughs> i back.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think that might have been on Skype's end. Tom? Huh? Yes. Can I ask you a question about George Harrison, if it's not too personal? Who is this now? Uh, my name's Mike, and I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. You're not Porn mod, are you? No. <laughs> Who's Porn potty? tonight? No, he's, he's not, not here. Not in? No. no but, but, well, wait, let me ask you a question about him. what did he say on Facebook yeah what was the screen
6: you're the dude with the you're the dude who sounds like uh, Chuck (laughs) Wasserman
5: yeah that's what you had said before (laughs) also wait a minute I'm not going to apologize for how my voice sounds eh? oh no (laughs) Uh, no. Tom I sent you a record one time Uh, Lee Hazelwood record did you get that I did thank you for that did you ever listen to it of course it's
6: Trouble is a Lonesome Town yes that's right great album thank you very much
3: I love that album
5: yeah I do too
3: could have sent him a thank you
5: note oh I heard I heard thank you note I heard that too Um, Tom where do you get off board with George Harrison like at what point were you like these records aren't for me anymore (sighs) what's the album after living in the material world uh, uh, Dark Horse, and that's that's yeah. great. You like that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Right. It, it took me a I little, think little the bit. Texture's a little little uh, rough
6: and stuff. Still, a couple of good songs on Extra Texture. I would agree with that. Maybe the one called George Harrison. Is that the first that's truly like mellow with? That's
5: definitely yeah. That's definitely like a pretty middle middle of the road type. Yeah, that might come to add into that one. Mm-hmm. I, I think the first side of that is good, but it's like you gotta know that it's that type of music, you
2: know. And then I think they get truly abysmal after that for a while. I kind of and like then, Brain Salad Surgery. Where does where do people stand on that one? Brainwashed. <laughs> Brain Salad Surgery. That's an Emerson, Lake and Palmer album. Mike. <laughs> now, what I, what's the one? What's the Emerson, Lake and Palmer? Brainwash was his <laughs> the
5: final one. Oh, brainwash. This is after death one. He, he, his, yeah, he was already dead when that one came out. Yeah, it's a good album. I, I agree with you. That is good. Yes.
2: Brainwash.
5: Brainwashed. Yeah. Okay, oh, I got
2: my brain uh, record mixed up.
5: <sighs> and and Tom, where do you get off board with McCartney? I don't Yeah I don't either I agree So you, you've like Heard new and stuff Like that Like Yeah everything I heard Sounded fine Yeah, yeah. yeah good. That's what I Yeah I, I think he did Have a rough patch In the The mid 80s uh, There were always Good songs on there though No yeah The, the one that I I never warmed to Was Press to play That's the one Where I was like Ugh Do you like How do you feel About that one That's got a couple
6: of Good songs on it Yeah, yeah. there's one song that's uh, I would put up with any of his songs What's that one? Blanking on the name Um, Let me look at the track list Because
5: I've never listened to that one much and I've never listened to uh, the other one that's supposedly pretty decent was kind of considered a return to form Flowers in the Dirt I never spent too much time with that one either It's got stuff on it My Brave Face is good yeah, they're all good. They've all got songs. Look,
6: everybody's got ups and downs. Guy puts an eye on some are better than others.
5: You? Oh, I'm. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I I didn't think. I thought you would have said like you got off board at uh, tug of war and never went back. i I the one, I think the one that he did with uh, the radiohead producer was really good. Sure. I thought that had some stuff. That if he if he did that differently and called that McCartney three, I think that that would have gotten a lot of. Okay. sure. sure. Hey, it. yeah,
6: it's
0: cool. Didn't he try to make a couple experimental albums, like experimental classical type? You yeah,
6: know, different sorts of stuff. He did some stuff. Fire engine the, or the, something uh, like that. The fireman.
5: Fireman. Yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah. It's a all kinds. All kinds of different stuff. The guys, uh, still working yeah he
5: is He's exploring
0: vocal. not just doing the same stuff over and over again. oh no yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
6: gotta and admire that Tom you've heard that Thrillington album right the one that's the instrumental Ram
5: yeah. yeah yeah did you like that or is that like a little too twee for you it's it's fun
6: I mean it's not the kind of thing you put on over and over but it's, it's, right. it's I can appreciate just about
5: anything he does Okay, then we agree on that. I I think that he's one of the greats. Cool. So I'm off the hot seat now. So uh, I I might not be done. Uh,
6: stand here. What? A, man, a man's life is in the balance if I don't answer the right questions. This Paul McCartney thing. We're in a little hot there. Well, I'm sorry. I just I'm just curious. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna you're gonna drop Paul McCartney in a vat of acid if I? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, just curious. I, I, I asked you before and you said that you hadn't gotten to them. The one that he, his brother, the one he did with his brother? The gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if you like the later stuff, or you like, I guess if you like Wings, I would say that you would love some of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, br- genuinely great,
0: great album okay so we're done with the Beatles grilling that's section. all I've been so, I know there's yeah. like
5: burning questions I've been wondering okay I wonder if I agree with Tom Sharpling about some of the solo years of the Beatles yeah well if he doesn't like it he can ruin it for you
0: <laughs> that's not true well I don't know man you're really shaking my enjoyment of Tom Waits we were talking about that earlier Mm-hmm. yeah
6: the douche. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. I'm <laughs> calling like I see it on that one.
3: <laughs> but we were talking about how you kind of influenced. Wait, now who's this? You, you in, this oh, is Brian. I'm, I'm the guy who convinced you to see the uh, Roger Waters do the wall. I call yeah. him. On, I'm from Rochester. He'll certainly we'll be grateful to you. Oh, thanks. He's yeah. <laughs> a good guy in general, too, Tom. That's right. Yeah. But, but yeah, we were talking about how you kind of like influence what we think about like weights and Zappa to some extent. It just like, it's, you're right. I mean, I used to love Zappa, but then, you know, I grew up and listened to you and I'm like, this guy's got a misogyny streak a mile wide.
6: you <laughs> so ready to figure that out yourself?
3: Well,. When I was younger, I, I liked the potty jokes and the sex jokes. Uh, and The toilet you know, stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and I got a buddy that likes it because he thinks that a lot of like apostrophe and stuff is a great jazz fusion record. Good. Well, look, if you like it, you like it. Yeah, and then I know these classical guys that look at the stuff as if it's uh, modern, you know, classical music and perform it that way. That just
5: seems weird.
0: That <laughs> was classical music?
5: Yeah, well, anything with him associated, with that just feels weird to me. <laughs>
0: well, he had done some deep study. I mean, he was a weird kid. He was calling, like, Edgar Varis when he, you know, he was 13 years old. That's what he wanted for his birthday and stuff. So, I mean, he's been an oddball. You saw him. You saw him play the bicycle on television,
6: right? Yeah, on the the, the, the game show.
0: Yeah, I thought that was fascinating.
6: Yeah, he was all right then.
3: Nineteen, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did give us Captain Beefheart, so hey, uh, did he really give? Yeah, yeah. You got to wonder, What would Captain Beefheart would have made a name for himself if he never met Zappa I don't know I don't
6: know <laughs> <laughs> we are where we are I can listen to a Captain Beefheart album I can't listen to a
3: Frank Zappa album oh man that box is sweet too <laughs> it's nice The Beefheart box
0: yeah how many CDs does that have in it Zero. Oh, well, there is a CD version. Of the <laughs> it's really conceptual, huh? The market. I understand.
6: It's got a lot of drawings and paintings yeah. and stuff. No, it's very nice. You can buy an LP or CD version. Of it.
2: Okay. I'm going to get it from my brother, and uh, he looked it up on Amazon, and so somebody's on there complaining that the musicians don't get any royalties from it. I don't know what that's all about.
0: Well, I have heard some horrible things about how the captain treated
6: his crew. You mean locking them in a cabin? Yeah, that too. (laughs) And then learn the album. That's right. (laughs) Slaves.
0: Yes, and you know, Don you're asking us to play in two different time signatures go, ah, I don't care play it <laughs> they do 7-8 and 11-5 or some crazy shit like that
6: hey watch the line
3: <laughs> I think the, anal- the analogy was uh, I think that the drummer Drombo said it's like it, he, he would it's like he threw a deck of cards up in the air snapped a picture of it and said play that <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't think it really happened. I think it was just an analogy
2: for how he composed. Sure. Yes. Did you ever see him live, Tom? No. I saw him uh, with uh, on a tour for uh, Ice not, Yeah, maybe ice Cream for Crow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, James Blood Omer opened up for him. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was a great show. Was that I, the Gary Lucas era then? Yeah, yeah. Gary yeah, okay. Lucas was in the band. They Ooh. played at the Beacon. That was one of the best shows I ever saw. I mean, it was really good.
3: <laughs> so, I'm wondering, Tom, were, were you really the, that person who would visit us every now and then and play sound clips, or is that... No. <laughs> no? But somebody else? All right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could say it was me alright someone called. someone posed as you and played a lot of the uh, clips that you used in your collage and we were I just like
5: I don't, I don't know Aww. yeah you just referenced the conversation that took place on that. earlier so I think that proves it you.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about I, I apologize <laughs> don't you worry have, about it. do you have any sound collages ready to go for the show Tom?
6: we're not doing those
2: anymore uh-huh. that's uh-huh. beautiful what a segue Mike,
0: you are the best <laughs> I was going to ask you Tom what are you going to do about um, artists uh, royalties or whatever when you play um, music because I presume that if we're doing the same show or you're doing the same show it's going to include music you're just going to play people that already gave you the okay or how are you okay. going to do that
6: We'll be above board with it. Uh, don't worry, Fredericks. Okay. I appreciate the concern, but don't worry.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't want, yeah. like, suicide coming down
6: on you or anything. We're already on it. I'm working on it. Okay. Okay. And we're working. Okay. I don't know. if I we're crabby tonight, guys. I'm here. I'm working here. Okay. Dude, I didn't know. All of a sudden, I go check my email to answer things. I was like, We're really glad you. We're really glad you stopped in. Oh, well, I didn't stop in. You guys stopped well, in on my computer. You guys came over.
5: We're invaders. I'm
6: kidding, but look, I'm just <laughs> in the middle of just. We're trying to. We're trying to get the things rolling here so we can get this show back. So I might I'm, I'm a little distracted. Yeah. And we just show up like some sort of bacterial colony. No. We showed up like Christmas carolers. Oh <laughs> that's singing a song. That still keeps you from getting your work done though. Yeah, I just I, I want uh, the 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 uh, it's all all eyes on the prize, guys. Yeah, all right, all right. On the prize, I'm trying to we're uh, got a uh, Jason's working here hard, and uh, I I can't uh, when I chit chat he's. Uh, it's a slap in the face to him. <laughs> <laughs> that he, he's working so hard and I'm just over here laughing it up.
0: Hey, the microphone works, Jason. Look at this. Listen, listen.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm here. Okay. You're totally free to go whenever you want. <laughs> what
6: is it? Where we're worth getting them. You from the loop thing. Oh, I think it's a, a loop. Oh,
0: you're doing something wrong, Jason. You're messing
2: it up.
3: Take <laughs> it <pretty> easy, Fredericks. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: okay. I'll just Fred, Fred, Fredericks gets alarmed every show whenever there's problem, technical problems. <laughs> Got a hair trigger.
0: Oh, I'm doing my breathing now, Mike. Don't hurt.
6: don't distract me. <laughs> He's the help my Fredericks. You know, Fredericks.
0: Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying? I was meditating. Ah. You you, distra- <laughs> you distracted me. I was just trying to recover from the technological problems that we had had previously.
6: happened. Okay. It happens. Yep. Yeah, so you're not going to be using Skype, huh? No, I'm not doing the show through Skype. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to believe that this that this demo you're doing for me now wouldn't win me over.
5: <laughs> well, in that case, I can't listen.
6: The way it crackles and the way it hangs up on everyone <laughs> every be, be five minutes.
0: Sometimes when it echoes, it gets really cool, though.
6: Yeah, Wow. Well, but I we do We do two different shows, Frederick. Right?
0: That is true, Tom. Well, you're not doing anything right yet, but I, I mean, I know it's coming. And, and you've got a track record, so I'm not
6: saying that. Well, thank you for spotting me my track record. I <laughs> <appreciate> 13 <laughs> years is quite some time. I appreciate you I appreciate you uh, factoring that in to the fact that I've been gone for a year. Whoops! <laughs>
3: uh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a different kind <thing laughs> of show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: putting
3: that away.
1: I hey, can't... <laughs>
0: I can't see the symbols well enough. I thought that was
1: cheering. It didn't work out right. Oh, it's your sound effects generator.
3: Oh,
6: man. I love it. I love this club you have going here. We know where you all are now.
0: Yeah, so where are you with horse feathers, Tom? What?
6: Marx Brothers. Yeah, I'll
3: I'll pick up this ball and run with it.
5: Oh, go ahead, BC. Oh gosh, Tom, do you like those old movies or not? Not really, (laughs) but you've seen. You seem like you've seen them, right? I've seen a lot of them, but they don't really speak to you. Do you really not like Preston Sturges as a writer? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. Back on the hot seat.
5: You've calmed down really hard on him. I'm just wonder like, I'm not trying to put you on the hot seat or anything. I'm just like wondering what your true opinions are. Things, you know. Well, you're like Mike Wallace. Wow. You're
6: like the Mike Wallace it's, uh, of this of uh, this of this uh Frederick's, Frederick's uh, Skype Skype Club. Uh, <laughs>
2: What's this show called again?
3: <laughs> Mike oh, you got Skype it. You
2: got it right. It used to be Mike Skype thing, but Frederick Sue's running the show.
3: It's still
0: Mike Skype thing. I'm just the associate
2: producer. No, oh, you're the producer. All right, and you're the star. I, yeah, I'm the star who wanders in and out of the room. <laughs> so there's the producer. You. Oh, That's a star. You're acting like a star. Float <laughs> in and out. <laughs> I have to take breaks. I have to lay down on the couch, watch a little of the Knicks game, you know. Laundry occasionally. Sons of Anarchy is coming on. I'm, I'm getting all excited about that. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't know, I don't understand. Well, everybody's lamenting the fact that Jax might get killed in this show mm-hmm. as if he's some sort of hero. The guy's only killed about 100 people, and, and yet people are, you know, feeling a little emotionally connected to the character. I don't get this... Just, just well, didn't that
0: happen with Walter White? Isn't that the whole thing going on in American society is the uh, the uh, advancement and feeling compassion for the anti-hero?
5: Well, yeah, that and Tony Soprano earlier. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Yeah, but it,
2: it, there's a difference between... the. I don't think the creators of The Sopranos ever thought of him as anything more than a monster. Right, you know? well, the same and, thing and happened
0: with Gordon Gecko too, though
2: you know I mean he. he there were there were likeable characteristics of that I'm, character but I'm going to pop you guys down for a, a little bit yeah, or you guys. I gotta work on something alright alright Tom thanks, take
0: care thanks for stopping
4: by thank you
3: <laughs> Okay. that was pretty awesome what do you mean I don't, we don't have the speakers read just yet. Yeah. Fredericks, I think there might be the.
5: Uh, this is what it's going to look like. The problem is, I'll shut up. This is like the um studio chatter of. uh. i hear, i, hear the, I
6: hear the, yeah, so. So that's that. And, then, <laughs> and we're hmm. going to listen to it. It's a timeline.
5: Your mic is right here. My mic is in the one right now. Oh, so, so, so is this Mike I think mean, Tom talking with Yeah, there's that. Yeah, he's okay. setting up the studio. Oh, we can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, so, my he God. He said he was just going to pot us down. But, but he potted up. us up and potted his earphones down. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows we can hear it, though. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, tr- oh, I'm tr- certain that he knows. <laughs> I don't know. It's all new equipment.
0: Maybe Jason crossed the wires.
3: Jason's okay. He's
0: yeah. an awesome guy, but yeah, he made us earn it, though, huh? Yeah. When did we start?
3: We, we started Two okay. weeks after Dave but Hill started, I think. Dave second week. He's got to be a way to turn off
1: so it's not showing our screen. No, he doesn't know this. So the
6: Martini yeah. is going do this,
1: Oh, how do we mess him up? Not
3: recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> how do we Oh, thank goodness my final isn't. My final 15 minutes later than I thought it was, so whoa. I can, I can say <laughs> <sit by laughs> a,
6: a little Watch bit later. Right on, man on the moon shit, right here. Yeah, this is the beginning of uh,
0: for this whole thing. Watch your language, guys.
6: So, Martine can hear
0: this? He doesn't know. We're getting this. This is wild. And sure, Joe Chap, how did he know? They probably called him. You know Joe Chap, right, Mike? AP, Mike? You other guys? Yeah, anybody else uh, know Joe Chap?
6: Joe Chap, you know him? He might be on the back end, but it's not live, but he has it in the... I think Joe's... testing it. Joe okay. hey, Chap? Yeah, Joe Chap, Joe Joe C. Yeah. Oh
2: now who's that
6: I thought that was it's a guy that a you knew early on oh, when we first came up. that's the bomb so I am yeah. going to designate that clearer so really the first one so he really doesn't know he's doing this
5: right stuff this is going to be your dream come there. true as far as sound audio yeah
0: but I'm afraid if I cut him up too much I'll get oh, cut yes no. <laughs> <laughs> on that yeah it is why yeah, know this could become bed music. It probably will.
6: Do so you hear <laughs> the, the hits from the phone system?
0: And a little echo on clear. it, layer yeah, it a couple um, times. Right
6: now, I just have the mic up. Right and I hear
0: it. Oh, this is pretty oh, wild, okay. though. This is as close as we yeah, can get to in the so studio.
1: So. Sure. The system, too. Don't touch that, Jason. Ha ah! See?
0: See?
6: Is, uh, yeah.
4: Four, oh,
0: wow.
6: 13 and so is the 14 14 so they're going to have 14
0: phone yeah. lines yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
6: not yeah okay but the uh, 13, 14 is just uh, that has nothing going into it yeah these are just they're, the mod uh, uh, the uh, board send into the phone system oh okay so that has nothing has nothing I into can't, yet. can't believe it there's no idea Dang it. <laughs> no, it's yeah, what I'll probably put in 13, 14 will probably be the jack that goes into your iPhone. Yeah, let's see
4: what He
6: said all is working. Do you want to try taking a call? Yeah, do call Yeah.
0: Brian, can you tweet him or email him or whatever made the bloop noise? Maybe you can catch his attention. <laughs> okay. well, tell him
3: can... that he's on the air.
0: Yeah, tell him he's ruining the the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him that by the him he's on yeah. the air. <laughs> You're on the air. <laughs> it's pretty loud. <laughs>
6: It's pretty loud. It's a it's a little it's strong in a. I've cut it way down. Uh, I know. That's why I'm curious. The level on the phone is down, but it's coming. It is. Yeah, I have it at uh I have it at uh you know minus 20 on the board. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> where I had it for you to. Okay, yeah, because I think it might be it might be a little overrapped,
0: it's a little distorted. Yeah. This is gonna be like, like like PC Mike. We can you can sell a box set. These are like the demos. Right. Okay. It's awesome. Right? Didn't didn't DC say he got like a six C D set of the low Bible iPhone
6: first one get off <laughs> my
0: phone <laughs> yeah. okay. so
6: he's
3: practicing very hot the very first, hot. first yeah. get off yeah. my phone
6: <laughs> so
3: we'll be sore. but um, but 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 a uh, box uh, a uh, box a box a team do you uh, hear anything that needs to be anything weird
4: on that on your end in the in the stream just shoot me an email or call all in, yeah.
6: Dial 201-332-3484. Got it. <laughs> three three, two,
5: three four, eight, Call him. Call him right now. What is the number again? Say it again. loop
3: test show. The test show on WFMU. <laughs> what was the number? Two Where, did you really get it? 3484.
6: Three, 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 three. Three, three, four, four. Is there anybody out? There, like, if we, is there, do we want Brendan to hear this? Like, do we want to give him a URL that he can? Yeah, we've got here. Let me, um, let's see if call him Thanks, If not, we'll kill it. Okay. And let me adjust the uh, incoming phone line. Oh well. Okay. Here we go. Of course, that. Right. Yep. So. All right. Who do we got on the line? Love it. Okay. I'm a little, a little, suspicious of this. I'm already getting pranked. <laughs> Can you hear it? at all. The
4: way I do things.
6: Yeah, I mean, twenty seconds delay from from us from us talking and you hearing it. And how did the how did the phone sound? How did the the phone? How did sound? Okay, I mean, like a, like on the computer, it sounded like a real. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> And are you calling from a? Uh, what are you calling from, parking? You're on the landline, okay? because that, right off the bat, a land like you can hear the difference in the landline versus you want to sell in a slightly echoey? Did that change the sound quality at all? Did that change the, the? the phone quality. Um, could you just talk a little bit, Martine? If Jason's listening now he
3: was a headphone. Jason is listening. Not to honest.
4: Not Actually it doesn't say it just sounds like a very
6: slow. I mean okay. this is yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just uh Jason's tweaking some stuff while uh while we
0: so is there a door that you can crack open, Mike? In the new studio? He's not there. He's probably trying
5: to call Tom.
0: wonder if there's a course he can crack open. Yeah, that would be a nice touch. He's probably got Tom's number. You should call him.
6: You're seeing... Sees the you see, you know, you're seeing the desktop on the screen. Yeah, there's got to be a setting for me to just kill that. I tried to okay. kill Okay, yeah, yeah, Jason said no. Yeah, Jason said no. He's still the so
0: Maybe you should tweet him or something. Oh, I tried. Okay.
6: Uh, okay, Okay.
0: sorry. And you tried to email no, too? We are talking to you, Marking. Email yeah.
4: too late.
6: This is a How does he sound here? Can you just talk a little bit? I don't know. What, what, what else are we, uh, what else, support wise, are we waiting on? It's
4: totally nice
6: to me. Yeah, there's a mic one and a Vance one, and there is a uh, one, so you, I think we're, I think you're waiting on two more images. Because then there's three more posters coming, but one of them will attract, one is like a a uh, best of all of them it's like one poster is a collection of the you know, previous five so
0: so we know there's a Vance poster yeah and a Mike one he did
6: one and he did on <laughs> a good good. Did kinda, this is so weird uh, it is one pretty awesome coloring to it I almost hung up on him, but it but I can't bring just myself just to like, do yeah. it <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's good it breaks something? so I way. sent him an instant message they, in they speed,
4: but I didn't make anything obviously dominant color To it, which is.
6: And he sounds even better now than when he was talking to us. Well, I'll get you, I'll I'll, I'll have Jeff send you the Vance and AP Mike uh, part the way, in the way that you got the previous three. Oh, (laughs) now coming.
0: That would be a good one to steal,
4: though.
6: on I've been just driving around trying to find wires and little boxes and things like that for the equipment Cause nobody sells this stuff anymore like the idea of just a Radio Shack being what Radio Shack was they, they don't do that at all anymore so they actually work with wires and things still and yeah, but it's just even, it's the kind of thing, it's like everybody is like, I oh, yeah. like you can Amazon everything. So should I hang out? Like, today though, like why yeah. is this? Uh, I'm this going to beginning. Beginning. I oh, have to remove bad. them from
1: There's
5: the group. Three days we're used to take. Huh?
1: I got to remove them from. from the group.
5: Yeah, that was not for us to hear.
0: No. Well, it stopped being interesting as well, so. Yeah. if they had gotten into a fight there's no way I would have turned it off but it's kind of interesting so he's still learning the technology though um, could you
3: adjust your mic a bit because yours has got so much crackle it's got yeah.
0: oh no I didn't do anything to mine I don't even know how to adjust it okay I don't know I see Dougal showed up but he probably still can't talk He's been doing that a lot tonight.
3: He's raising he's raising
0: kids. Yep. You know, some people have weird priorities. Oh, I like weird.
5: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, exciting, encouraging. It was real. It sounds, Tom sounds like he's in good form,
0: too. Yeah, and he's ready to get back at it, too. And actually, when he started talking about Radio Shack, and I was ready for him to go into a bit, you know, take it, take it for five, ten minutes there, talk about going in the Radio Shack. And these kids, they don't even know what a wire is anymore. well I think we're about done it sounds like everybody's
5: petered out (laughs) Uh, that's fine (laughs) we'll go out we'll go out on a whimper uh, the patron saint of the podcast came through
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then we'll go out on a whimper instead of a bang though I should call Tom back say man we can't end it like this